0: Okay, (laughs) oh my God, the fake celebratory nature of the beginning of this podcast. Hi, everyone, it's me, Alejandro Collini. Welcome to Toxic Podcast. This is my podcast that I do alone. I wouldn't wish it on anyone else where I consume and process toxic media. There is yet another wrinkle uh, in this episode. However, I should uh, just tell you up front, I am parked in a car in a parking garage right now. It was the only privacy that I could get this week. Uh, And, and, um, and it's very strange. So normally I'd be coming to you from my room. Uh, I am still, you know, just talking into a computer. Uh, Eventually maybe I'll buy a microphone. (laughs) That's, that's my commitment to you, the listener. Uh, you've made a time commitment to me as an entertainer, despite the fact that I'm, you know, not really a successful entertainer. Hey, thanks. Maybe I'll think about <laughs> making it so this podcast doesn't sound like shit. Ugh, God. Tell your friends, guys. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Recommend that they listen to a podcast that has one host, no theme song, and clearly is recorded on a computer. Ah. Well, I guess I guess that's how we're gonna start this one. <clears throat> uh, as as with every episode of Toxic Podcast, I have to apologize for um, uh, last week. What am I apologizing for about last? Week? Oh, the whole the whole thing. I should not have listened to Baba Land. I've I've been getting some more advice from other friends of the podcast. People are saying things along the lines of, "You should talk about art that people may have even like experienced or at least heard of." And I got to say, I'm hearing you. So, um, uh, 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 is this, do I go right into my next, Jesus Christ. What a, what an organized podcast, what a well-planned and structured podcast I run. (sighs) So, oh, I needed to talk about, yes, uh, um, uh, yeah, it's, this is, God, I'm such a good podcast beginner. (laughs) What is, what is going on? This, I think the car is driving me insane because my voice has nowhere to go. And I'm, like, talking way louder than I want to in the car. God, I hope it it sounds okay. I hope it sounds as good as it usually does. Um, Friend of the podcast, Sam Ragal, sent me an incredible piece of information about the Saw franchise, which is that other than the first two Saw movies, apparently there was a promotion with Saw. I need to read this again. I also have not looked this up. Like, this is a screenshot of a tweet or, like, something... I, I gotta say, not ve- well vetted. Sam Rugal did not vet this uh, as well as he could have, and I, d- I didn't do secondary vetting. I'm now passing it along, because uh, it, you just it's just such, I hope it's true. Apparently, um, people were allowed to donate blood in exchange for free movie tickets uh, to the Saw franchise. Other than the first two Saw movies, so Saw's three through this last one, you could like donate an amount of blood and see the movie for free. And the the, the Saw franchise, as a result, is responsible for tangibly saving lives. Which wow, that is a real that's a that is a Shyamalan level twist in the in my understanding of Saw. I love that so much. And here I thought they were these just irredeemably toxic movies that make people uncomfortable using the ugliest and scariest elements of our, like, imaginations. Maybe not literally, maybe not the ugliest. Perhaps the superlative is a little, okay, I gotta get into the, I gotta get into this this album I listened to this week. Hey, you know how I talk about not wanting to be a movie podcast? I'm not. I'm not a movie podcast. I'm so much more. I am a toxic media podcast. ha <laughs> ha. I'll do anything, any form of content that is genuinely exhausting, uh, or, or emotionally difficult to consume. Oh my God. I buried that part of my log line. The log line has to contain the toxic media up front so that all the new listeners can get oriented. Those new listeners I have every week. So I wanted, so I want to do an album and, um, I wanted to be careful about not just picking music that like I thought was bad. Cause like... That's not what Toxic Media is all about. I am not, a trend in this episode is going to be my faulty vetting, but all I really did was Google worst albums of 2017, because I was looking for something topical, I was looking for something widely reviled, and first of all, I discovered something which really made me sad, which is uh, Katy Perry's album that she released last year. That, no, I never listened to because I knew it would be bad and I didn't want my heart to be broken. Confirmed, it was one of the worst albums of 2017 as regarded by, like, most major musical publications. Uh, That's the album that contains Bon Appetit, uh, which is, um, it is a harrowing music video. I would encourage everyone, the music video for Bon Appetit is, in and of itself, a toxic artifact It's just each verse is Migos, I believe. No, I I think Migos eats her. But yeah, each verse is Katy Perry being prepared for consumption by like chefs in various fashions. And then at the end, she is served to Migos, I think. (laughs) Is that the fucking... Oh, God. Last year at a show, I wasted like half a set just talking about that video. I love uh do I love it? Well, I love toxic media. This is what I do to myself all all the time. But um the other album that I the other album that most of these major musical publications like really, really said was terrible was an album by a I don't know what to call them. I'm actually gonna Google them right now so that I know like what the universe thinks they are. Um a a musical group, uh I think a duo known as the Chainsmokers. Yeah, an American DJ and production duo consisting of Alex pa- Pal and Andrew Tagger. Oh, my God. Their names are Alex and Andrew Jesus. Okay, Wikipedia describes them as an EDM pop duo. They achieved... Yeah, because this is what I know them from is that song Selfie from 2014, which was, oh, my God, that song is so toxic. Now they're, like, songwriters. This is... God, this album is... is What can be said about this album? It's a full album. They released a full album in 2017, and it's called Memories... Do Not Open. Which, first of all, dumb. (laughs) I'm sorry. I mean, no cultural critic I. You know, I'm, I'm not a musical critic. I just want to say that up front. I have exactly the level of expertise that I have with movies, which is that I have listened to a lot of music and have lots of opinions. But... This is an insanely bad oh, because the album cover is like a box that used to say "memories" on it, and the word "memories" has been scratched out. And now it says, "Do not open," which oh, the just the implications of that, like, The idea that, like, oh, it's like, I don't want to remember anymore. Oh, it's that this album is so medium. Everything about this album, like, it's, is this an album about a breakup? Is this an album about being depressed? Because a lot of the songs are like, I'm sad and I'm alone and I'm doing things that a depressed person would do. But it's also like, it's also like, ooh, ooh, it's just, it's so, it's nothing. There's nothing inside of this album. There's nothing going on when you listen to it. Like, it's, it's, um okay, it's 43 minutes long, which is insane. And I remember I listened to the album and I've listened to the album now two and a half, maybe, I want to say three times, but I can't fully give myself credit for three times. Let's say two and a half times. It is so unmemorable. Every song is exactly the same. And I don't mean like they sound a little bit, like every single song has the same, like the notes do the same thing. They go like, so do you know, okay, you know that song, Something Just Like This, that's on the radio a lot? Uh, I've been reading books of old, the legends and the myths. Okay. So that song goes like, every single song on the album is like that. Just it's, and I know those aren't exactly the same thing. I just mean they are all centered around. It's, it's gotta be like, and I don't, I took a music theory class in college and was bad at it. But, like, it's got to be, like, two half-steps. Like, the entire fucking song exists within, like, within just... No, no, no. Two whole steps. I don't... No one's going to be fact-checking me on this. It doesn't matter. There's 12 songs on the album, the Chainsmokers album. It's amazing that I just looked them up on Wikipedia. Alex and Andrew. Ugh. I mean, no, no, not... I'm not fully... I'm not shading people named Alex or Andrew. I just, like, I hope you understand the ridiculousness of the... of Of these two fucking... Ugh, these... EDM pop duo, the Chainsmokers. Ugh, okay. 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 Don't, don't be weird. <laughs> um, but the whole, so I took notes. I listened to every song and I took a lot of notes and a thing that I wrote over and over and over and over again was what genre is this? Uh, because it was extremely unclear to me because the music is so not energetic. Oh, it's the album. It's like the album is bummed that it has to be at at so many points. I'm just going to go into the songs now. We're just going to go through the album one by one. I'm going to talk a little bit or a lot about every song. (sighs) Let's do it. So the one is the first song on the album. And it's uh, like, Jesus Christ, it has no energy. It is so like. Oh my God. It's one of those, like the first lyric is something about like, sorry, I couldn't make it to the party. And there's so much not playing of instrument. Like, I I know that I, I don't mean that like there's literal instruments. I just mean like there's so many times where the chain smokers make the worst possible use of silence. Half of the songs on this album don't actually begin until the track has been playing for 20 seconds and end 20 seconds before the end of the track. And they just, like, make you sit in this ethereal goop of nothingness. This vague, synthy goop. (sighs) the one. I couldn't make it to the party. I feel detached. I feel depressed. And then it's, like, something about a relationship. It's who, who... Oh, and then I wrote, who are these wieners? They're Alex and Andrew Alejandro. That's who they are. EDM pop duo, the Chainsmokers. I guess the song... I guess it isn't unpleasant. Um... But, like, it's sort of, its anchor is the lyric, like, I won't be the one. And it's sort of implied that, like, I don't know, I I don't fucking know, I'm not trying to do a close read of the text of the one, but, like, it seems to be maybe about, like, two people who are in a relationship and, like, they're both not doing well enough to be with each other or, like, or this guy isn't doing well enough to be with somebody. But, um... This, I'm just going to move right on to the next song. And also we're going to talk about the levels, like the the levels of accessibility for pop music. And I don't mean like the limits. I mean like the levels, like when you're mixing something, like you have to get the levels right. Because pop music needs to be, uh, it needs to be accessible in ways that millions and millions of people can have. Specific emotional connections with songs. So, uh, so like, um, what's like a perfect pops? Call Me Maybe, okay? Um, I have, I'm, I'm Alejandro Collini. I've had a fucked up life. You don't even know what my life's been like. Oh, everything's, ah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just mean, what I mean is that like, I've had my own experiences my life's been weird. It's been fine. Why am I talking like this? I could have just said I'm an individual who had individual life experiences. I didn't have to be like, things have been pretty dark for old Professor Collini. Gee, I th- I, I'm, I'm loving life. Everything's great. Leave me alone. We we have a working relationship. We're not friends, you and I. You are my listeners. I have obligations towards you and I fulfill them. <laughs> what was I say? Oh, Okay. So in, it, in the song, Call Me Baby, it's like, I just met you and this is crazy and I'm like so into you and I have, I can't really tell if you're into me at all. And so I'm just putting this out there, call me maybe, right? I can't say that I have ever been in a genuine call me maybe situation, but do, do, can I fully identify with the experience? I just met someone and this is crazy, but I'm really into them and I really hope they feel the same way. Yes. so like bam you've got me that's what pop music has to do I love emo I know it's such a huge surprise (laughs) really you love emo that doesn't at all fit into everything I already knew and assumed about you Alejandro uh yeah I love emo music and you kind of have to be a specific kind of person to love that music it's, there's not a ton of emo music that's like super accessible to everyone simply because of like what the fuck is going on in that style of music and in that style of of lyrics and like you know we'll maybe we i'm we certainly will we'll probably talk about emo music later but uh I'm just talking about the levels of accessibility uh for pop music so the chain smokers you you have to think when you're listening to an album like about what they're trying to get out of you. Because, like, I won't be the one, like, that's what that's what's so medium about this album. It's like, I don't even understand what happened in the song, The One. I just know that they kind of want you to feel like maybe this relationship's not going to work out. And that's bullshit, Chainsmokers. And in similar fashion, this next song is called Break Up Every Night. And honestly, if this song didn't have such a toxic refrain, um it should be the start of the album because it's very energetic. Like break up every night is a fun song to listen to because it's fast. And the, like it does that sort of EDM like and it feels like you're like, it feels like you're driving through a tunnel and there's like slats of light. And the light is passing across your car very quickly. I don't know if that's identifiable, but, um, and it, the lyrics are, she wants to break up every night and then fuck me back to life. And this is another levels of accessibility, uh, moment where like, I'm like, this is, it's, it's like, you know, uh, not everyone, but like, you're supposed to be able to identify with like, oh yeah, it was such a bad relationship, but Ooh, the sex. And, uh, God, I fucking, yeah. So this is where I started wondering, is this EDM? And then I, I remember thinking to myself, is this what rock is now? Like is this? I don't know that because that would be cr- oh my god. Oh, and this song also contains the line, <laughs> "She's got seven personalities; everyone's a tragedy," which is hey, that's so mean. Um, yeah, it's just like I again, I'm I'm not, I, I don't want to like put on my male feminist hat and say a bunch of stupid shit, but like it seems like this song is like trafficking and some not great stuff re the way it wants you to feel about the women that you care about, maybe, uh, this, but, but musically this song, oh my God, is this the best song on the album? (laughs) Oh my God. I have a very small hunch that this is the best song on the album. Um, no, it must be, it must be one more drink or whatever that is. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Break up every night. Um, Okay, the, the next song is called Bloodstream. Oh my God, this is where I started to get really mad. I started to get real mad here because this album is just these dudes whining. It, they're, they're whining and like they made an album about how they feel, but even they can't pretend that they don't just feel medium. Like the first line of this song is, I've been drunk three times this week which I I don't, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be weak. Like, I hope this isn't a weird thing to say, but like, that's not a lot of times. Uh, that like, that's like, it's literally, that sounds like you're a guy who had a bad week. <laughs> and I guess that's like the levels of accessibility again. Cause like, yeah, we've all had a bad week, but like, what the fuck are we talking about? Why did any of this, why did you make an album? Like, that's, that's what I start feeling is like, why are any of these songs songs? It literally, it feels like I, I would be, I would not be surprised if the next song was like, I need milk. My milk is expired by four days. Like I, okay. What else happens in bloodstream? It's just oh my god whining. See that's the thing and there's so much whining and I and again I love emo. I love emo a genre that is explicitly just dudes whining just like almost exclusively white dudes whining and yet Alex and Andrew too much whining. Too tough a pill to swallow. And here's where I wrote compare this to Snowing and I don't think I want to. Snowing is a is a great uh emo band from the last like Seven, eight years that you should really check out. They have they produced a very small but very incredible amount of music, and then and then broke up. Uh, I gave up three times this week. Yeah, I gave up three times this week. I oh, Jesus, three times in a week isn't even a lot of times to cry. Sorry, never mind. Never. Let's move on. Let's move on. So here's where. This this is so weird. This phenomenon of the Chainsmokers album is confusing. They start having uh, featured guests. They start featuring... Uh, like, the next song is called, I think, Don't Say. And it, it features and is sung by Emily Warren. And somehow, the music gets less invested in itself. Less interesting. It cares less um not more you would think the infusion of like a new person in the room would be like energetic and fresh but this this is where you start to realize that all the songs exist in these like two whole steps and just spend their whole time going like na 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 this song this is this first song yeah that made me feel like i i remember when i was a young a young lad watching VH1's I Love the 80s or the, four, the 400 worst songs of the 80s or 90s or whatever, I remember a guy talking about the song Breakfast at Tiffany's and he said something that is so cutting and I think of it so often and I love it so much, which is he said, it's so blah, it almost feels like not listening to music. Like it feels like it comes out of the speakers and fades into the walls and goes away, and I don't remember who but the I don't remember which Talking Head said that, but it was absolutely beautiful. And that is how this album starts to feel. It starts to feel like less than silence. Uh, and I don't again. It's not a bad song actively, right? It's not like bad its toxicity comes from it's just pure laziness and nonness um i'm again i tried to write down what this song is about this is like a non forgiveness song it's like don't say you're sorry it's she's she's basically saying like i've had enough with you again the levels of accessibility were all in this just like fucking 4 to 7 range everything is uh, next song is something just like this it's the song on the radio, it's the unlistenable song on the radio. Where in the first verse he name checks Achilles, Spider Man, and Batman in his lyrics. This, these are some of the worst lyrics. These are really, really toxic lyrics. <laughs> oh wow! I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get some um, a fucking cease and desist from the Chainsmokers. No, I bet no one's ever roasted them this hard. Um, so this song. I'm I'm wondering I genuinely wonder like was this song sung by Adam or Alex or was it Chris uh what's Chris Martin the guy from Coldplay because this something just like this features Coldplay uh I I don't know what that means maybe it's Chris Martin singing the song uh I guess I hope so do do I even hope this song Jesus and this song sounds so much like the next song which you're like uh, yeah, this is where... And I wrote, what genre is this? Oh, and then I wrote, who let them do this? And the fact that there are seven more songs is heartbreaking. That is how I felt during something just like this. Um oh, God. God. That is a real question, too, of who let them do this. Because it feels like... Again, I'll say it again. I'm going to repeat myself a million zillion times during this episode. It feels like they didn't want to do this. It feels like they kind of were, like, prodded into writing an album. Didn't have a lot of ideas. Came up with the fact that they felt a vague malaise. And and then doodled around a keyboard until they found four to six notes they were cool with. They, oh my God, something just like this. I cannot believe how often I hear that song in stores, on the radio. Is this, uh, that's the other thing I wanted to think about is like, imagine someone specifically choosing to listen to one of these, like sitting down and being like, I'm going to listen to Bloodstream. That's the song I want to hear most in the world right now. I have a Spotify account and I want bloodstream. Give it to me. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Next song is called my type. Emily Warren is back. Oh yeah. This, this is the song where if you did not put a track break between something just like this and my type, my type would just be something just like this. Like, if this, the, the the album is no longer identifiably different songs, other than the fact that there's a lady singing now. Um, <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah, My Type. It's about a bad dude. A bad dude who's just like my type. Um, the lame drama of memories do not open. Yeah, because memories do not open. Oh my God, these guys are such such drama chain smokers. The Chainsmokers. I hate that their name is the Chainsmokers. I'm so mad at them. <sighs> okay, the next song. This might be the best song on the album. It's called "It Won't Kill You," featuring, I believe, this is pronounced Luane, uh, L-O-U-A-N-E, uh, and the this has the uh, the this has the best verse on the whole album. It's sung by Luane. And it is so musically interesting. The minimalism actually works. It's like bouncy. It's fun. And then the chorus just, uh, again, it's just like this weird. It's again. It's I, I'll say it again. It's, it's this it's these synthie ethereal goop where n- there's so much silence. There's so much not them playing notes. There's these, there's these long measures in between the notes sometimes, and it's in pause. It just feels like, what are you doing to me, Chainsmokers? But, um, It Won't Kill You" is at least half of the time a good song. The best song on the album, it is a toss-up between Break Up Every Night and It Won't Kill You," which is insane. Um, Paris, I gotta give, oh my god. The next song is called Paris, and I gotta give it points for beginning with the lyric... We were staying in Paris to get away from your parents, <laughs> which is the most bullshit thing I've ever heard in my like. Oh my god! If there were any doubt that these were that these were motherfucking the the oh god. The, oh, but I will say, this song still sounds exactly the same as all the other songs, except all the lyrics are about how hard it is to be rich enough that you can run away from your parents to Paris. <sighs> this, the Chainsmokers kind of like the album more when there's no one featuring. Like it feels like they kind of get invested in the album again, suddenly uh, for, for like, Oh my God, for, for, eh, I guess this song is meh. I guess this song is meh, and it contains, um, it contains the lyric. If we go down, then we go down together. It also contains the lyric. Let's show them. We are better. And I think those two fit, like those to me, strike me at the, at the right level of accessibility. Like that hits me. I'm like, yeah, okay. I've had a, we go down together experience. I've had a, let's show them we are better experience. Um, so like, fine, you can get away with Paris. You can keep Paris. Paris. The next song is called Honest, and I don't remember what it sounds like. They're they're back to being bummed by their own album. This is one of those songs that again begins with 27 full seconds of silence. Um uh, I was going to write about what each song is about, but they aren't fucking about stuff. Yeah. So this is I I this is my first listen to the album, is the notes. I have since again listened to the album again. But I kind of got to distract myself, like by reading, by walking around. Uh, it really made me mad. This, this, uh... oh god! Well, wake up alone features someone again. J- it looks like Jahan- Jane a. Uh, Aiko. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm butchering that pronunciation, likely. Uh, do I like this one? Kind of. Not really. It's a bit more musically interesting. A tiny bit more and uh and again this song is guilty of the empty space i think i might just knock these last ones out cuz this album jesus it hates that it's an album so much it it is interested in the fact that it is an album for the first 4 songs and then it kind of hopes that you will forget and turn it off but i didn't i listened all the way i listened to young which features acoustic guitar for the first time on the album and it's so bad it's so bad it's like bad blink 182 it's so bad it's like that a bad version of i miss you um this music was oh my god yeah yeah oh i'm so mad about this one i'm so mad about this one this is i wrote this down this music was written by people without souls and i'm sorry that i cuz i said that before i knew that they were like alex and andrew uh the chain smokers but like alex and andrew have no souls um the the core line the like anchor line in young is it's hard when you're young which you're not allowed to do that that's not an that's not an acceptable level of accessibility that's not a lyric that's a fact that's like sun bright <laughs> the sun is bright in daytime. Ah, it's hard when you're young. And even the sun is bright as day in daytime is like a little bit poetic. like it's 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 like it's uh, it's like me need food. That's That's what it's like. Oh God. And then the next song, the final song in the album is called Last Day Alive. It features Florida Georgia Line, uh, and if you were happy with the album, if you were, oh, if if you were hoping that the album would end with some energy, it doesn't. Like I, it, it seems to me a guy who's not paid to make music that when you have an album, it should begin and end with some semblance of energy. That. <clears throat> It crawls, this song. It crawls. I don't Florida Georgia line. The Florida Georgia line is... Ugh. I don't... I don't want to... Whatever. Whatever. Let me... Am I, let me get done with this. Everything is the same. I hunger for silence. Those are the... <laughs> those are the last two things that I wrote while listening to this album. Everything is the same because everything is the same. And perhaps... Perhaps the great toxicity of this album... Is that it is a metaphor for for reality because everything is the same because it all because nothing fucking changes and 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 even it and, and they tell you that things are changing and it and 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 everything is the same and in that way maybe it's fucking a Dadaist masterpiece because it sucks so much. Oh God, I really, I could just sit in a room and listen to silence for so long. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get out of this car. I'm going to get out of this parking garage. I am going to fill myself with bread and melted cheese. (laughs) You don't need to know this. What's my flight of fancy? What is my, you know what? We're going to, okay. I'm not even, I don't even know if I'm going to do a flight of fancy. What I am going to do is look up a little more about the chain smokers Okay. They have a debut. this is their first album, The Chainsmokers. Okay, there's that's what Alex Powell and Andrew Taggart look like. Oh, you know what? I wanna know how old they are, because that's um because that's what you do to yourself when you get into your mid to late twenties. Um I wanna know. Tell me how old they are. <laughs> This oh my god! They're literally Wikipedia will not tell me how old the Chainsmokers are. Maybe it's maybe Wikipedia is saving me. Like every once in a while, Twitter will get so glitchy I can't use it. Um, Is the end of this podcast me just going on like a little psycho? I want to know how old they are. I like that. I'm kind of down with that actually. And I mean, yeah, this is a nice lean episode. It's not too short. It's not too long. Oh, God. Sorry about Baba Land. I'm going to try to do things that are not... That are toxic in ways... Oh, my God. That wasted eight hours of my time. This wasted, like, two and a half hours of my time. And, like, now... I don't know. See, now I... See, that's the other thing, is that, like, now that I've seen... seen, Now that I've listened to Memories... Dot, 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 do not open. I have the expertise. Baba Land is, like... That's not going to, like, make me seem cool at parties. But, um... But... What world do I live in? What world do I live in where I'm going to be like, Hey, you know, I host a toxic podcast called toxic podcast. And I listen to the chain smokers and everyone's like, Ooh, that's really cool. Ale." So in any case, um, rate, review and subscribe. I encourage you to rate honestly. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah. and, and always feel free to send me suggestions of toxic media. That's a thing I love. So in any case, uh, drive safe, guys, and take care of yourselves. All right, good night.